TED Audio Collective. This TED Talk features driving instructor John Bowers, recorded live at TED at UPS 2017. Support comes from Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial, when the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Have you ever heard of typo squatting? Well, typo squatting is where companies like Google post advertisements on websites that are commonly miskeyed, and then they sit back and rake in millions, banking on the fact that you're visiting something like gmail.com or microsoft.com. <laughs> Just seems kind of silly, doesn't it? How about this? On February 28th, an engineer at Amazon made a similar seemingly small key error. Only I say seemingly small because this one little typo in Amazon's supercode produced a massive internet slowdown that cost the company over $160 million in the span of just four hours. But this is actually really scary. See, recently, an employee at the New England compound, which is a pharmaceutical manufacturer, didn't clean a lab properly. And now, 76 people have died and 700 more have contracted meningitis. I mean, these examples are crazy, right? When do we come to live in a world where these type of typos, common errors, this do-your-best attitude, or just good enough, was acceptable? At some point, we've stopped valuing perfection. And now, these are the type of results that we get. You see, I think that we should all seek perfection, all the time. And I think we need to get to it quick. You see, I run a training facility where I'm responsible for the education of professional delivery drivers. And in my line of work, we have a unique understanding with the cost of failure, the cost of just 99 Because in the world of professional driving, just 99 on the job means somebody dies. Look, 100 people die every day due to vehicular crashes. Think about that for a second. That's like the equivalent of four commercial airliners crashing every week, yet we still can't convince ourselves to pay perfect attention behind the wheel. So I teach my drivers to value perfection, It's why I have them memorize our 131-word defensive driving program perfectly. And then I have them rewrite it. One wrong word, one misspelled word, one missing comma, it's a failed test. It's why I do uniform inspections daily. Undershirts are white or brown only, shoes are black or brown polished leather, and frankly, don't come to my class wrinkled and expect me to let you stay. It's why I insist that my drivers are on time. Don't be late, not to class, not to break, not to lunch, when you're supposed to be somewhere, be there. You see, I do this so that my students understand that when I'm training them to drive a car and I say, clear every intersection, they understand that I mean every traffic signal, every cross street, every side street, every parking lot, every dirt road, every crosswalk, every intersection without fail. Now, 
New students will often ask me why my class is so difficult, strict, or uniform, and the answer is simple. You see, perfectionism is an attitude developed in the small things and then applied to the larger job. So basically, if you can't get the little things right, you're going to fail when it counts. And when you're driving a car, it counts. A car traveling at 55 miles an hour covers the length of an American football field in just under four and a half seconds. But just so happens to be the same amount of time it takes the average person to check a text message. So I don't allow my drivers to lose focus, and I don't accept anything less than perfection out of them. And you know what? I'm tired of everybody else accepting 99% is good enough. I mean, being less than perfect has real consequences, doesn't it? Think about it. If the makers of our credit cards were only 99.9% effective, there would be over a million cards in circulation today that had the wrong information on the magnetic strip on the back. Or if the Webster's Dictionary was only 99.9% accurate, it would have 470 misspelled words in it. How about this? If our doctors were only 99.9% correct, then every year. 4,453,000 prescriptions would be written incorrectly, and probably even scarier, 11 newborns would be given to the wrong parents every day <laughs> in the United States. And those are just the odds. Thank you. <laughs> the reality is, is that the U.S. government crashed a 1.4 billion dollar aircraft because the maintenance crew only did 99% of their job. Someone forgot to check a sensor. The reality is, is that 16 people are now dead. 180 have now been injured, and 34 million cars are being recalled because the producers of a car airbag produced and distributed a product that they thought was, you know, it was good enough. The reality is, is that medical errors are now the third leading cause of death in America. 250,000 people die each year because somebody who probably thought they were doing their job good enough messed up. And you don't believe me? Well, I can certainly understand why. You see, it's hard for us to believe anything these days when less than 50% of what news pundits say is actually grounded in fact. <laughs> so it comes down to this: trying our best is not good enough. So, how do we change? We seek perfection and settle for nothing less. Now, I know I need to give you a minute on that because I know what you've been told, right? Probably goes something like perfection is impossible for humans, so therefore seeking perfection will not only ruin your self-esteem, but it'll render you a failure. But there's the irony. See, today we're all so afraid of that word failure, but the truth is we need to fail. Failure is a natural stepping stone towards perfection. But at some point, because we came, because we came so afraid of that idea of failure and so afraid of that idea of perfection, we dismissed it because of what might happen to our egos when we fall short. I mean. Do you really think that failure is going to ruin you, or is that just the easy answer that gets us slow websites, scary healthcare, and dangerous roads? I mean, are you ready to make perfection the bad guy in all this? Look, failure and imperfection are basically the same thing. We all know that imperfection exists all around us. Nothing and nobody is perfect. But at some point, because it was too difficult or too painful, we decided to dismiss our natural ability to deal with failure and replace it with a lower acceptance level. And now we're all forced to sit back and just accept this new norm or good enough attitude, and the results that come with it. So, people, even with all that said, people will still tell me, you know, didn't the medical staff, the maintenance crew, the engineer, didn't they try their best? And isn't that good enough? Well, truthfully, not for me, and especially not in these examples. 
yeah, but you know, trying to be perfect is so stressful, right? And you know, Oprah talked about it. Universities study it. I bet your house, high school counselor even warned you about it. Stress is bad for us, isn't it? Well, maybe. But to say that seeking perfection is too stressful is like saying that exercise is too exhausting. In both cases, if you want the results, you got to endure the pain. So, truthfully, saying that seeking perfection is too stressful is just an excuse to be lazy. But here's the really scary part. Today, doctors, therapists, and the nearly $10 billion a year self-help industry are all advocating against the idea of perfection, under this guise that somehow not trying to be perfect will save your self-esteem and protect your ego. But see, it's not working because the self-help industry today has a high recidivism rate. Because it's more focused on teaching you how to accept being a failure and lower your acceptance level than it is about pushing you to be perfect. See, these doctors, therapists, and self-help gurus are all focused on a symptom and not the illness. The true illness in our society today is our unwillingness to confront failure. See, we're more comfortable resting on our efforts than we are with focusing on our results. Like, like at Douglas Jerome High School in Ohio, where they named 30% of a graduating class. Valedictorian. I mean, come on, right? Somebody had the highest GPA. I guarantee you, it wasn't a 72-way tie. But see, we're more comfortable offering up an equal outcome than we are with confronting the failure, the loser, or the underachiever. And when everybody gets a prize, everybody advances, or everybody gets a pay raise despite results, the perfectionist in all of us is left to wonder, what do I have to do to get better? How do I raise above the crowd? And see, if we continue to cultivate this culture where Nobody fails, or nobody is told that they will fail. Then nobody is going to reach their potential either. Failure and loss are necessary for success. It's the acceptance of failure that's not. Michelangelo is credited with saying that the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but it's too low and we reach it. Failure should be a motivating force, not some type of pathetic excuse to give up. So, I have an idea. Instead of defining perfectionism as a destructive intolerance for failure, why don't we try giving it a new definition? Why don't we try defining perfectionism as a willingness to do what is difficult to achieve what is right? You see, then we can agree that failure is a good thing in our quest for perfection. And when we seek perfection without fear of failure, just think about what we can accomplish. Like, like NBA superstar Steph Curry, he hit 77 three-point shots in a row. Think about that. The guy was able to accurately deliver a nine and a half inch ball through an 18 inch rim that suspended 10 feet in the air from nearly 24 feet away, almost 80 times without failure. Or like the computer program pro programmers at the aerospace giant Lockheed Martin, who have now written a program that uses 420,000 lines of near flawless code to control every aspect of igniting four million pounds of rocket fuel and putting a 120 ton spaceship into orbit. Or maybe like the researchers at the Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City, Missouri, who have now developed a device that can complete human genome coding in just 26 hours. So this device is able to diagnose genetic diseases in babies and newborns sooner, giving doctors an opportunity to start treatments earlier and potentially save the baby's life. See, that's what happens when we seek perfection. So maybe we should be more like the professional athlete. Or we should be more like that tireless programmer, or like that passionate researcher. Then we could stop fearing failure, and we could stop living in a world filled with the consequences of good enough. Thank you. 
For more TED Talks, go to TED.com. The best place to see stars is at home with Prime Video. Get everything included with Prime, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Rent or buy hits like Mean Girls, starring Renee Rapp. Or add-on channels like Max for the HBO original Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. You've never seen so many stars in one place. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership not required to rent or buy. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash TED Talks. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash TED Talks. Odoo, modern management made simple.